Five, four, three, two, one. Hey, this is High Pitch Eric, and you're listening to the Sausage Hub Podcast with Johnny Chabasa. Yeah. This is Lancel Lannister, and you're listening to the Game of Thrones Minute with Johnny Kilbasa. Fantasy football is your best friend, and it's your only friend sometimes. We're past the quarter pole, and we're heading straight towards the halfway pole. We're still playing football, crazily enough. How long that's going to last, we don't know. But there's one thing we do know. Fantasy Football Ferocity Week 7. Week 7. Week 7's here. You're in bi-week hell. You woke up today and realized that you got to fill three roster spots and you have no idea what you're going to do because everybody else has picked off all the good dudes. So you're looking at the running back from Washington. You're looking at a wide receiver from Cincinnati and you don't know what to do. But you know what you should do. You should ask the world's expert, America's expert on fantasy football. And his name is Michi, America's Commissioner Michi. How's it going, buddy? This is good boss. I'm happy to be here in week seven, week seven, week seven. Fantasy football season. You know, it's not normal, and it's very odd, Mr. Kibasa. There are so many variations to the theme. I am, I am still very happy that we're playing fantasy football. I think it's a very nice uh, bit of continuity, even though it's not a straight line. And there are complications, as we said. There are things going on. There's heartbreak. There's our teams. But there's week seven to get our rosters on. But I've got one question for you right now. Mr. What's Bob. that, Michi? Mr. Kibasa, is there a football minute in my future? There is. Let's kiss week six goodbye with a football minute. Even though I said it was week five, it doesn't really matter. It matters. <laughs> but it does. Here we go. Week six of the NFL. Take your medicine week in college. Glad this isn't a baseball minute in Atlanta. We're all going to die week in America. You're up, Roconi. Boo dogs went over to see the Nictator. Gave up 417 yards pass and got blanked in the second half and will not be ranked as high as three for the rest of the year. Keep chopping wood, Kirby, because the Big Tens are coming. Your Midtown, Midtown rambling wreck. Well, they were tied with Clemson for exactly seven seconds in the first quarter before serving as a JV scout team from then on out. 500 yards passing for Big Orange. Your Magic City Dirty Birds loaned their choke potion to the Los Bravos for a day. Played a great game and won. 11-5 and five starts now. Your downtown Panthers visited Jonesboro, Arkansas and had a shootout but got edged out in the end. 1,192 yards of total offense there. America's team that Cleveland Browns are unfortunately still a whiny little brother to Pittsburgh's big brother. 17 straight losses for CLE and PIT. Mark Aram's New York football giants are off the snide. Quarterback Danny Dimes slung the rock for a whopping 112 yards for the win. And another doubleheader on Monday. Mahomes giving to the ball control to Josh Allen on the early bird and the Red Rifle. We'll take the Redbirds in 20 minutes on the MNF. That, of course, took place on Monday night, and that's why it kind of sounds really weird. So there you go. Michi, your week six. Football minute. 
choke potion. They took the choke potion and shared it. Is oh. that what you're telling me, Mr. Kilpatrick? I believe the Bravos <laughs> lost the 3-1 lead, and as an Indians fan, I know all about that. <laughs> I can one-up you right now, America. I can one-up Mr. Kilbasa as no one's business, and I have to confess straight away. Go ahead. I, pre- I appreciate the uh, the lovely things. I am America's commissioner. I do know about these things. But America, Oslo, Red Hook, Michi-laid an egg in week six. Oh. Michi, Michi laid an egg so big it was an ostrich egg. And I don't have the orifice for an ostrich egg. And I laid a bleeping ostrich egg. So much so, I had to put myself in a darkened room for 24 hours just to relax. Because all the affirmation they do on Saturday Night Live, look in the mirror, and I'm good enough, and I'm mishy enough, and I'm on the sausage hut. And then I went ahead and listened to the tape from last week. And you know where I was wrong, Mr. Cabasa? Uh, where was that, Mishy? Picking my own damn team because I had a bye week hell. And I had a lot of doubt, and I had a lot of savoir faire going. And I got completely pompous, and it made me taint-worthy, people. Mm. It made me taint-worthy, and that's not a good place. So I'm, here to, so I'm here to tell you, after further review, Mishy's going to win some ball games because because he got his folly and foolishness out of the way. Wow. And, and that's how I'm approaching it, Mr. Kabas. And I think everyone who has a bad fantasy week can raise your hand if you never had one and no one's putting their hand up. <laughs> every once in a while, every once in a while, it happens. You have to, just like anything else, you have to, uh, you know, get up, get on down, reset, and, uh, you know, realize that the combination of a crappy fantasy football week and being a fan of the New York football Jets is the worst thing that could ever happen to How'd me. How'd those Jets do? Um, they gave up mm. and it was obvious they gave up and it was obvious and I've been bitching and moaning and crying and, and uh, putting the tear in the beer and all those fun things and it's uh, it's it's a joke well they got Le'Veon Bell still right no He's... Le'Veon Bell is now with the Super Bowl champion oh couldn't have happened to a nicer guy he comes to your team ruins it and you send them off to the best team in the NFL. Well, at least they at least they got smart and they <laughs> fired their coach, didn't they, Mishy? Um, no, uh, Mr. Gase is uh, Mr. Gase is still in charge. Oh, the you got to be kidding me! <laughs> Negatory, good buddy. <laughs> oh, the swamps uh, of Jersey. It's clown college, and it's obvious. Um, you have been talking to me for years, Mr. Cabasa, and I have expressed a similar point of view on the New York football Jets since the 1990s to you. America, you don't have to believe me, but if you're a fan of the Jets, you can understand. 1996, Rich Kotite. 2020, Adam Bleepin Gase. Well, at least their record's not as bad as the Giants, right, Mishy? Oh, Mr. Kilbasa, wrong again. The New York Football Giants actually won a ball game. I think, as uh, was stated in the minute, Danny Dimes threw for a buck twelve. Oh. Congratulations, you're a pro football team with a jet with a W. The Jets, however, are the only pro football team without a W. And this therapy session is over. I'm not apologizing for the Jets. I can't do a damn thing about them. They do not return my cards. They do not return my letters. They do not reply to my emails. 
and they can just put it in a bag and sell it to someone else. I ain't buying. I will root for nobody except for those of us playing fantasy football. And that's how I'm going to get through 2020. How was your weekend, Mr. Gavasa? Well, isn't it weird that I, I think that New York fans take almost as much pleasure in rooting against their teams because now there's not one person in the metro area that is rooting for the Giants or the Jets. They are rooting against them. They want they, it's nothing but Schadenfreude from here on out. They want the Giants. Nobody was happy that the Giants won a game. Nobody wants the Jets to win. Everybody wants them to both lose every game. Now is that true? That's what it seems like to me. The, uh, the 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 general feeling is, and pardon my expression, fuck them. Man, that's that's the feeling. Fuck them. And there is a number of uh, really fake emotional responses um, that people have. And fake might not be the right word. We'll just call them, call them false emotional responses to their uh, pro football teams. You know, there are people who get beat up after football games. There were people in Philadelphia fighting in the stands. They had like 1,200 people in there, and they all decided to have a fight. Why? Because they're people from Philadelphia. That's why. But for the, you know, the faithful of the New York professional football teams, Mr. Cavasa, it's not the same. It's, it's a bigger heartache and a bigger letdown. And, you know, with all that bravado down there, up there, they have to be, you know, they have to be this way. And I guess it keeps their heart uh, still loving something they can never have. It keeps the jealousy at bay because, you know, you know, fuck them, fuck everybody. You know, I'm not jealous of anything. I hate them all. It's a W.C. Fields line, you know, <laughs> by the way. I, I, I just hate everybody. And we apply the W.C. Fields line. We just hate everybody, especially our teams. And we're hypercritical and we're bogus. How's the fans in Cleveland now handling their uh, their performance last weekend? Remember, remember last week at this time, Mishy, when the Cleveland Browns were 4-1 and one and they were riding high with their chest puffed out going across I-80 to Pittsburgh and they were going to finally break that 16-game winning streak and show the Pittsburgh Steelers that the Cleveland Browns aren't going to be their little brothers anymore. Remember that how we felt last week for that? <laughs> we felt uh, we felt the sky is high and so am I and, and we were really cool with that. Remember when we thought Baker Mayfield was finally going to figure it all out and have a big game against a big team, Mishy? Yeah, I do. I do indeed. <laughs> I yeah. do indeed. We're going to come up. You're going to show up and say to the world, hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns. Oof. We're now, you know, tied for first place. And what happened again? I'm going to pull the same damn card on you, sir. Yes, what sir. happened in that? What happened in that game, Mr. Gilboss? Uh, they got their asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn Steelers. They didn't even show up. I think they stopped off in Youngstown. And got a hotel room for the night because they're like, hey, we can't make it all the way over there. We're just going to stay here and come back on Monday. Um, Apparently, somebody figured out that if you keep Baker Mayfield in the pocket and make him throw over the middle, that he's not very good. Five foot ten, right? Yeah. Apparently, if if you stuff the middle and take away the running game, the Browns aren't very good. Yeah. Apparently. Apparently, yeah. apparently, if you apparently. make the Cleveland Browns defense uh, win the game for you, <laughs> they're not very good. And Michi, if you turned on Sports Talk anywhere and uh, 
up there in Cleveland, Ohio this week. It was a good run. You you never would have known. You'd never know that the Cleveland Browns are actually still 4 and 2. Except they're third place in their division behind two of the best teams in the NFL and the Pittsburgh Steelers are 5 and 0 and the Baltimore Ravens are 5 and 1 and the Bengals uh, right there. They're 1 4 and 1 and they're getting better every week. It's a tough time on the sausage hut. Um, there's a lot of therapy. As I said, America, I was in a darkened room for a good while. Cleveland is on fire. They still uh, they had a bad game. I'm, I am not sugarcoating anything. We sucked last week. And did you win your fantasy football games last week, Mr. Well, Kovac? fortunately for me, I won both of my fantasy football games, and I don't even really know how. Well, actually, I do know how because I got Patrick Mahomes in one of them. You know how. And I got Derrick Henry in the other one, and that's all I (laughs) need. And you know how. (laughs) Dynamic. So there was a a light on somewhere for you at least, and I'm really – I'm just – I just hate you right now. Um, I just hate you. I, I hate, you know, I don't hate anything in the world. And please don't take it the wrong way, Mr. Kavasa. We know you're not that sensitive, but, you know, I hate you. I just hate I mean, if my protein sucks and my fantasy team can give me a little happiness, I feel, you know, I feel, I feel a good uh, dynamic because I'm a Jet fan and the buoyancy is fantasy football because my team would just sink me. But you had you had that little shining light. You had that little golden moment in week six. And I hate you. I hate you. Can we move on to week seven, please? Misery loves company, Michi. <laughs> and here you and I are having company together. Uh, I'm more miserable. I'm more miserable. I am. I must admit to you. I am. I am. I take the cake. I take the misery pie. Mm, and you can put... Uh, I take the misery piece of cake. I take the misery pie. And you can just put it in my face because I, I'm, I was... Week six is gone. Week seven is on the table. And can we um, can we commence with the uh, the joy of uh, week seven in fantasy football, Mr. Cavasso? All right, we let, yeah, we're shaking it. We're, no, we're good. We're shaking it off, Missy. We're stretching out our hamstrings, and we're just going to run this uh, this eight hundred meter dash through the week seven football games, Missy. And we're gonna we're gonna start anew. Pick ourselves up by the bootstraps and run through the NFL schedule for you. Starting with a game nobody wants to see tomorrow night. The New York Giants headed on down to Philadelphia, Michigan. What a great way to start, Michigan. New York and Philadelphia. Let's talk about it for three minutes. Starting now. You can get on the turnpike. You can get uh, from New Jersey to Philadelphia. I believe Philadelphia is letting some fans still in. There was a brawl in the stands in Philadelphia last week. It is just hilarious to me. The New York football giants are a bad football team. Um, the Philadelphia Eagles are a better football team. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's coming back this week, Mr. Kielbasa. Hey. But you lost your, your man Sanders at running back and a young man named Scott. His first name's probably Boston. Boston is now is now you're starting running back. Um, fantasy love in this game. Fantasy love in this game. Fantasy love in this game. I think both teams' defense will have multiple sacks. I think both teams' defenses will have multiple interceptions. 
And on the base of that, and I don't think either team scoring 17 points in this game. This is going to be a defensive game. The offensive line for the New York football Giants is bad. The offensive line in Philadelphia is bad. Carson Wentz is the best player on the field. And he will find a way to rush for 50 to 60 yards and throw the or run for two touchdowns, making him semi-startable in fantasy football. Ugh. Darius, and I'm not, you know, you got, uh, you got Zach Ertz, congratulations. You're going to play him, congratulations. I say that all the time. You need a running back in his well, bye week. He's hurt, right? Uh, and he, no, it's the other guy who's hurt. Zach Ertz is hurt. But he... In my from everything I heard, he's going to play. I could be wrong, and I'll look this gotcha. up right now. But there is this game is a mess, and this is Thursday night football. I think he's hurt. football. Um, okay, there you go. Yeah. Zach Ertz, blah, 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 injured. There you have it. There's a young man named Richard Rogers, formerly of uh Roy Rogers uh traveling circus and the Green Bay Packers, no love there. Miles Sanders out again, Boston Scott. You want to start him, start him. I'm telling you it's going to be a more of a defensive game. Darius Slayton is going to play. He's been a fine pickup. Um, let's call 10 fantasy points for him. Evan Ingram will be the lone touchdown maker, but he'll only put up nine fantasy points. Devontae Freeman, you're in a pinch. You want to play him? Go ahead and play him. You're getting nothing. Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. If you could put him in his running back, he would score more points than Devontae Freeman. But you cannot put him in his running back. Last week, there was no Thursday night football, Mr. Kabasa. And let me ask you a question. Sure. Wasn't it nice not watching Thursday night football? <laughs> yeah. Everybody got and a chance to go out and spread COVID around. Okay. And this week, America, I suggest you all stay home and do something else. Not spread COVID and not watch this football game. I hope they get zero ratings and the NFL takes notice. This is uh, formerly a great a great set of uh, football teams with a storied history. And 2020, there's, no, there's barely any fantasy love. As we said, the defenses and maybe Carson Wentz. And I will be finding other things to do on Thursday night. But can time. you believe that this is a battle for second place in the NFC East? We might see a 6-10 and 10 champion come out of the NFC East, and I hope we do, Mishy. I hope we do. You know, that would they deserve it, and wouldn't it be something if it wasn't even 6-10, and 10, maybe 5-11? Maybe that would be hilarious. Suck. That would be your paradigms thrown out the window. Screw it. Let's get the hell out of there. Shoot, get me out of Philadelphia. Where are we going next, Gavin? Let's go down I-95 over to I-85 or across something, and let's see the new look Atlanta Falcons or welcoming your fourth favorite team Adrian Peterson in the Detroit Steak City Sandwich Lions coming to town Michi. Yeah. Detroit at Atlanta hey anything can happen in this game I think we might be on shootout alert for this one we'll talk about it for three minutes starting now I think uh, I think Mr. Cabasa started uh, reading my production notes what do you think, Mr. Kabasa? Are you reading my production notes? Did I, I did see shootout alert written in uh, in heavy red ink somewhere. 
May I ask a favor, sir? May I take the Detroit Lions fantasy point of view and you take the Atlanta Falcons fantasy point of view? We'll go sure. through this. Sure. Matt, Staff- Matt Stafford is a 25-plus fantasy football score. He's playing in the Dome and is going to be like no one there and he's going to be no Chick-fil-A. And Matt Stafford is going to light it up. Why? Kenny Galladay is the real deal. And against and against this Atlanta Falcon defense, Kenny Galladay is, is a must-start. A top three fantasy guy this week. No questions asked. Last week in Detroit, a young man named DeAndre Swift introduced himself to the world with a couple of touchdowns. Did you hear it here on the Sausage Hut? Um, Go back and listen, and the answer is probably yes. Hey, oh, is there a gong to bang for that? No, there is just three minutes. We had (laughs) TJ Hawkinson, the tight ends, finally playing some good football. You got him, start him, touchdown maker. I think the Detroit Lions are scoring 33 points this week. That makes their kicker a viable option, Matt Prater. And I think that is a re- there's some really fantasy uh, players in there. Adrian Peterson, America, is not one of them. DeAndre Swift is the guy to start. Galladay, Swift, Stafford, Hawkinson. And that's one side of the coin. What do you got for the Falcons, Mr. Kavazza? Meanwhile, for the home team, Matt Ryan's back. He's heard everybody wanting him to get the hell out of the town for the first month of the year. Everybody then realized it was Dan Quinn's fault. It wasn't his fault. Matt Quinn, Matt Ryan's throwing the brawl around all over the place. Matt Ryan's going to have 300 yards passing and three touchdown passes. Who's he going to be passing it to? Julio Jones. His hamstring's getting better. He's been resting during the week he's good he's gonna have a touchdown and 95 yards receiving calvin ridley they're not gonna stay away from calvin this uh this week but russell gage is gonna have a couple big big plays uh, down the sideline so there you go hayden hurst don't know that he's gonna be blocking most of the time but that but what do you know the secret of this game is she's gonna be young hoku the kicker from the atlanta falcons he's gonna be banging through extra points and he's going to be banging through field goals so if you haven't picked him up yet get young hoku right now young hoku (laughs) (laughs) what do you got for uh, what do you in a shootout i'm saying 20 plus 30 points for the uh, detroit team what are you saying for the falcons mr 31 points 31 points for the falcons all right then they got to keep them under 33 to win this game there's a lot of fantasy love in the apl first one to 30 first one to 30 there you have it. Yep. Uh, I'm rooting for Detroit. You're obviously rooting for the Falcons. Can we put a uh, maybe a, a nice Chick Fil A sandwich bet on this one? Let's put a let's put a uh, Chick Fil A sandwich and a let's and a uh, three three slabs of rib from Fat Max Rib Shack. That is a shout out to Fat Max. Max, how you doing, kids? Good to, good to hear that name again. You got it, Mister Kilbasa. You got it. Fantastic. <laughs> That was a fast three minutes, people. I hope you got your fantasy notebooks out. Where we go? We're not messing around anymore because we got a battle of I-71 to deal with, Mishy. Ooh, they were so good for so long. The Cleveland Browns sitting at the top of Ohio, heading on down to the ass end of Ohio, straight across the river from Kentucky. Sometimes you can't tell which side of the river that ugly-ass stadium is on down there, but... The Cincinnati Bengals are welcoming the Cleveland Browns. Usually a game that nobody wants to see. This time, eh, I think people are going to be watching for Baker Mayfield to implode, Mishy. We're going to talk about it for three minutes. Starting 
know. Can we just can we play some trumpets and and some maybe some of uh, the military style drums and call the Battle of Ohio yep. Week Seven? It matters. These teams were created, and I'm going to give you a reason, America. These teams were created by the great Paul Brown. The simply put, in my mind, the greatest football mind of pro football era. And you celebrate the greatness, you celebrate the past, and you come to kick some ass in this game. Mr. Kibasa, as we did a moment ago, may I take the Cincinnati fantasy point of view and no. uh, lead you to oh, celebrate okay, the sure. Browns? Sure, go ahead. Go ahead. Sure. Lead me to celebrate the Browns a little bit because I'm interested. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yes, sir. Yep. All right, Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon's probably not playing. Did you pick up Gio Bernard in a bye week? If so, you may have made a game-changing decision. Gio's a touchdown maker in this game. T. Higgins has taken over the A.J. Green spot because why? A.J. Green got paid, he got old, and he got hurt. Uh, T. Higgins is not a touchdown maker. If you got Tyler Boyd on your roster, and I know you do, look for double digit, and we're talking 100-plus yards and a touchdown against that Cleveland Brown defense. I like Gio Bernard as a surprise star. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow is an 18 to 24 point fantasy score this week, people. And if you need a starter, trust him. He's not throwing a turnover and he's going to run a touchdown in. You're going to have a good time. I think the Cincinnati Bengals is scoring 27 points and they're going to come to play. What's going to go happen with the Cleveland Browns and fantasy football, Mr. Kilboss? Here's where we go over the top <laughs> of the roller coaster. You're sitting in the back of the truck right there. You're sitting in the back of the car. Hearing the screaming from the front. You're waiting for it as you go over. Oh, the free fall begins in Cincinnati, and oh, it's going to be an ugly week for everybody in the top half of the state of Ohio because Baker Mayfield, who should not be playing this weekend, is going to start this game, and he is going to take a crunch sack, and he is going to get really hurt, and he's going to be out, and Case Keenum's going to come in. Kareem Hunt. Well, Case Keenum. Kareem Hunt's going to try too hard. They're going to try to. What they're going to try to do is not run him up the middle all the time like they did last week unsuccessfully. They're going to try to swing him out, get into some open space. Ernest Johnson, if you're stuck somewhere with in running back hell, which a lot of people are because of the they didn't realize the bye weeks were coming up, and they've got two guys and nobody. They got two guys to fill for the running back spots, and they got nobody to talk to. Dearness Johnson's there if you want him. Odell ain't going to do anything. Jarvis sixty yards. Hollywood Higgins ten yards and a touchdowns, and uh, that's about it. The Browns are going to lose this game, and it, the free fall is going to begin. Cincinnati Bengals are going to win. Yeah. Are you telling are you telling me Kareem Hunt is going to have a below average fantasy football game this week? He's going to he yes, he is because he's going to be once Case Keenum comes in and he he's the only thing that Case Keenum is going to eventually have some good games, but he was really iffy last week and he's not going to be that good this week. But he's going to end up playing I get I guarantee goddamn T Baker Mayfield doesn't finish this game and I don't even want to watch it, Mishy. So there you go. Can I uh, can I talk about can I can I tell you what I heard about your man in mind Odell Beckham Jr. Sure uh, today yeah Odell Odell Beckham Jr. He was kicking things and uh, punching equipment lockers much like he was behaving in the New York Football Giants a few years ago. 
Not a good sign. Not a good sign. Today, the LSU, his alma mater, has banned <laughs> Odell Beckham Jr. from any team related activity he is banned from the complex for two years i thought they did that after the game i I I thought they did that last uh last january when he was there they they this is one of those pre-ncaa sanctioned sort of things and it finally bit him they've been talking about it but it's official today so odell beckham odell odell beckham uh God bless you. We love you. I hope you score a touchdown that Case Keenum throws to you and I win my fantasy football game. America, we're liking Cincinnati in this game to uh, to play a competitive football game. I'm liking this, and I'm not happy that Mr. Kielbasa is going to be upset and not want to watch this game. And in light of that, can we move on to a competitive football game? This is how four, you're going to see how four and one turns into four and eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's how, yeah, it's over in Cleveland. It's over. I thought. I hope you had a good time, everybody. But hey, let's go to a couple real football teams. Hopefully, playing some real football. This is possibly the game of the week, Mishy. Heading on down very, very to Nash, so. Vegas, where the Tennessee don't call me the Oilers. The Titans are undefeated, and they're welcoming the undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, Mishy. Titans, Steelers. Let's talk about it for three minutes. This, this this one's for first place. This one this one could be for playoff positioning, and I know things have changed. Um, but this is going to be a rough and tumble. Two tough defenses, two tough coaches, two tough quarterbacks, two tough running backs. The advantage here is the Tennessee wide receivers. Um, fantasy football-wise, Juju Smith has now developed another injury. But you're all in love with the rookie that they're, they're toting out. You pick them up, play them. Big Ben. Mr. Kielbasa, is Big Ben going to be too dumb to hurt and throw for 300 and three touchdowns in this game? Yes or no? Man, this is going to be a tough. This is a tough call. I don't. Th- I don't think it's going to be that much, but he's going to have a good game. Two sixty-eight and two touchdowns. I'm of the opinion. I'm of the opinion that this is going to be one of those games where the defenses are applauded and lauded, but the offenses are better. And I mean to tell you, there's going to be like some fantasy bonanza in this in this ball game. Am I starting Ben Roethlisberger? Yes. James Conner, touchdown and 100 yards combined easily. Chase Claypool is the new star of the National Football League and the next rookie of the year. Does he have it in him this week for another big game? No, because they're going to key on the kid and he's not going to be ready for it. America. I'm telling you, Eric Ebron is a two-touchdown maker in this game. Shock the world. Thank you very much. Have a great day. I'm starting Connor. I'm starting Roethlisberger. And I'm starting Eric Ebron. And it's going to be completely competitive. Now, Mr. Cabasa, let me ask you a question about them. Ten of Vegas. Ten of whatever you call them was very good. What did you call them again? The Nash Nash Vegas Oilers. That's fantastic. Ryan Tannehill's a stud, but Derrick Henry is the biggest man on campus. He's the number one fantasy football running back. Did Mishy draft him number one? Negatory. Was that Mishy's first mistake uh, in his fantasy football season? Absolutely. Everybody raise your hand because I'm not the only one. A.J. Brown showing up and showing out. Ryan Tannehill showing up, showing out. I'm starting all three of them. 
do you, Mr. Kilbasa, mm. John O. Smith, John O. Smith, as you know, is a little bit hurt. Right. And there's a guy named Frisker, 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 caught a tight end, uh, the tight end, caught a touchdown last week. You gonna, you think this is a little surprise touchdown love and picking up John O. Smith's replacement if he's not playing this week? Right. Yes uh, or no? I, I went down that road myself because I had a tight end on a bye and I went out and looked for the scraps. They're basically all second tight ends right there. And I looked at him, and then I realized that it looks like from now, it looks like Janu's going to be playing. But if he wasn't playing, for sure you'd get him. You'd, you'd get that backup okay. tight end. But okay. you know what? A lot of people are going to be forced to pick him up anyway and hope for the best. Let's hope he comes in. And if Janu Smith plays, hopefully this other guy will come in and poach a touchdown for you. Can I tell you a fantasy football story in this, just on top of this competitive game against the Titans? Sure. Um, and the Steelers, there's in uh, the PSL paid, there's a team that has uh, Mr. Gaskowski as their kicker. And in the PSL paid, um, if you miss an extra point, we deduct one point. And the PSL paid, we don't do decimals to decide games. Decimals are for pussies. That, there's no question. The infinite pie is too much math. Thank you very much. The, um, um, Gaskowski missed, did, didn't do his job, missed another one, had a little rough of a sort of a outing. The team that owns them ended up in a tie. Their starters and their bench points tied. Completely unusual. Never happens. And all because your kicker couldn't get the job done in this game. And in this game, Gaskowski is going to redeem himself and kick the game-winning field goal. The Steelers will lose this game, and it's going to be one, as you said, the best game of the week, Mister Kavasa. A lot of hope. fantasy love, a lot of fantasy love, and uh, again, I hope everyone's crayons are sharp because we're taking a detour right now, Mister Kavasa. Where are we <laughs> going next, kid? We're going to have a great time in Nash, Vegas, and then we're just going to head straight south to the Big Easer. The Saints coming off a of bye week, welcoming in Teddy Bridgewater. And the Carolina Panthers had a rough week last week for those guys. But, hey, we'll talk about it for three minutes. Mission starting now. All right, here we go. Let me press a button. Let me press another button. The New Orleans Saints are 3-2, and two, Mr. Cabasa. The Panthers are 3-3. Three and three. This game is for playoff positioning because Tampa at 4-2. and two, I'm not sold on them as yet. Um, the Saints at home are a very good club, as you know. The Panthers... Um, I think have the best. Um, we've spoken about their coaching staff as a reason to look at their players. They've proven me wrong. Um, they had a rough week last week. They're going to have a rough week this week, but they're going to stay competitive. There's some fantasy news out of uh, the Nolens, uh camp. If you know this or not, what's that? What's that wide? What's that wide receiver's name that everyone drafted broke all those records last year? Uh, what's Mike, that kid's name? Michael Tom Thomas. Out Michael of Ohio Thomas. State? Michael Thomas is the name out of Ohio State. Well, Michael Thomas is playing the Odell Beckham card and down in New Orleans, people, and he has. Uh, it was coach's decision, team decision. He didn't play the last game. He's been mad. He's something's wrong with Mr. Thomas. He's not a happy camper. And he showed up on the injury report today after uh, not hurting himself. They're setting him up and people watch their lineups at one o'clock. If Michael Thomas, for some reason, doesn't play, 
be prepared to make a quick adjustment. That's a public service announcement, Mr. Cabasso. Thank you. Be for prepared that. for Michael Thomas. I'm not buying. Uh, I'm not buying Drew Brees in his game. If I have an option, I'm going elsewhere. The two running backs. The two running backs. Alvin Kamara is just a super stud. And Latavius Murray, Murray, Latavius Murray, as we said last week, would be a touchdown maker. We're right on target. You followed uh, Michi and Cabasa's advice last week in New Orleans. Do it again. Both running backs with fantasy value. Michael Thomas is your question mark. Please, please check. And in light of that little bit of drama, the Carolina team, Mr. Cabasa, has a chance to be competitive. Can they stop Alvin Kamara? I am bringing the boat to stop Alvin Kamara because I'm not afraid of Drew Brees. And if Michael Thomas is knuckleheading like Odell Beckham or maybe worse, Randy Moss used to do, then there might be a few problems here. What do you see? What do you see out of the Carolina Panthers, um, Mr. Kabasa? Does the Mike Davis train continue to impress and drive fantasy love? Tell me. They're going to try. They're going to try. I think right. Teddy Bridgewater is going to bounce back. I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to have a pretty good game here. But you know he played for the Saints. You know he played for the Saints for a couple of years. He did. He backed up and, and as he was rehabbing that knee or whatever, whatever. You know Teddy Bridgewater was on top of the world when he got that injury. What was that? Four years ago now, and now he's finally back. He's on the. He's on the. He's on the train. Yeah. He's on the team. He's a starter. Bridgewater plus or minus twenty four fantasy points this week, Mister Kabasa. Mm, minus. He's going to have a good game, but not that good of a game. In a bye week, and you got him, you're confident starting him this week? Are we confident starting Teddy Bridgewater? No. You're, you're give, t- give me, starting give, him because your quarterbacks are on a bye. Understood. Is Teddy Bridgewater an 18 to 20-point fantasy football scorer? I would, hope, I would hope so, yeah. Then, then, then in Teddy we trust. DJ Moore showed up last week. I'm loving Robbie Anderson. I got Robbie Anderson as a touchdown maker, America. Um, and Mike Davis – surprising the world um who is christian mccaffrey again <laughs> christian Mc- you know and uh, mr 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 davis is going to be in your starting lineup i'm calling for an upset special in the in new orleans this week mr cabasa i'm calling for the carolina panthers to somehow some way take down and slow down alvin Kamara enough that the carolina panthers is my for are my first defensive touchdown call for week seven Write it down. No one's going to pick them up. Shock the world. Carolina Panthers, defensive TD. And I think that Carolina is going to shock the world and beat the New Orleans Saints this week. Wow. Okay. I think that sounds like we should put a wager on it then, Michi. All right. I'll tell you what. Whatever. I, I will. We, we had a lot of fun on the last time I uh, spoke poorly about the New Orleans Saints and their football team. And we were down in New Orleans. And um, um, I owed you a weekend in New Orleans. I'd like a chance to get you, Mr. Kilbasa, to get Michi an uh, all-expenses-paid weekend in New Orleans. That's what we're betting on. Uh, all right. Once the, once the COVID hits, I want an all-expenses-paid weekend in New Orleans. So are you – For the, are, upset of the, yeah, the upset of the week. Are you, are, you that, are you confident that you're going straight up or are you going to take the uh, seven and a half points that they're going to give you? <laughs> I'm. Uh, uh, my name is Michi. I will make two bets. I will take the seven and a half points for a little, you know, for a side salad. But I want the main meal, and I'll go straight up with you, Mister Cabasa. Okay. And I'm willing to, and I'm willing to back it up for a weekend in New Orleans. Five, it's a five thousand dollar weekend. It's a ten thousand dollar weekend. I don't care. Cost me seventeen grand the last time I 
I lost that wager. So <laughs> I don't know if I can run up that kind of bill, but uh, if places are open and we decide to have a good time, good time, I'll, I'll try. I'll try. Okay. I'll We're try. on. We're on, man. I'm going to be eating po' boys and drinking hurricanes and rubbing She's it America, in the whole time. America, he'll be wearing them custom boots that he bought. The last time this happened, yeah, and man, those were those were what six thousand dollar boots, gator skin, those were awesome. Oh, dude! So I'm not going to do that because uh, because I, I enjoy my uh, you know my walking shoes and stuff. So good bet, good bet. I'm, it's down. Write it down, America. <sighs> Pay attention because uh, Missy's feeling it and he's putting a lot on the line. Um, Enough of um, that. Um, 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 can I have some death? Travel music, please. <laughs> and move on to another game. And move on to another game, please. A Battle of New York in the swamps of Jersey. Coming home to a rousing crowd of people that they're going to have. I don't even know if they're allowing people in the stands in New York. And I don't even know if they, people would go if they want to allow them there. But I'm sorry, New Jersey. The Jets. Mishy's Jets 0-6. Welcoming the other side of New York, the Lake Erie Upstaters, Buffalo, certain bad. They're going to be angry and looking to take it out on somebody, Michi. New York Jets, Buffalo Bills. Let's talk about it for three minutes starting now. Why is it to get fantasy prognostications? They're very simple. Do not trust anyone but Jamison Crowder because he catches. He's the only guy who's going to catch the ball. He's the only guy you're going to do anything. Joe Placco is your starter. Um, Perrine is the rookie, and they're not going to trust him. Um, um, let's put it this way. Adam Gates is the head coach. Is he going to survive another week? Uh, that's a very good question, and uh, I hope not. But if, if the trade deadline comes, and for whatever reason, Gase is still there and the quarterback is still there, I may burn every jet piece of piece of logo stuff I got. Period. Would you you throw away the nineteen sixty nine championship garbage can? Negative. Okay. I would I would burn my jets I would burn everything in that garbage can. Mm. That's what I would do. Gotcha. That sounds like a good move. Thirteen and a half points, man. Thirteen and a half points. Come on, man. They're winless. They're gonna stay winless. The thirteen and a half point a game at home. You mentioned, and you mentioned it correctly, Buffalo's going to come out, and you know what they're going to do this weekend, Mr. Cabasa? What's that, Michi? They're going to execute their offense, and they are going to execute their defense. The Buffalo Bills are a defensive touchdown team this week, and I can't believe I'm saying this, Mr. Cabasa, but the Buffalo Bills may score two fantasy football touchdowns on defense. Oh, geez. And, And America, what does that mean? Defensive touchdowns equal fantasy football blowouts. Pick up the Buffalo defense. They're good. They could be available. They should be available. Anyone playing a week ahead would have picked them up. Um, I raised my hand. Did I do that? I did it in another league. I'm I think everybody's picking this. everybody. I think everybody's picking up on the fact that you should play whoever is play the defense. Whoever is playing the Jets. I think well, everybody's this is figuring a compliment, that out. A, a complimentary thing. Josh Allen's touchdown maker. Josh Allen is 300 yards. Touch Josh Allen will run for a touchdown. He's a must start. I'm not trusting Singletary, and I'm not trusting the rookie Moss. 
I'm just not. I can't. If I got options, I'm not starting either of them. Stefan Diggs is a stud. And as you heard in the sausage shot last week, Mr. Kibasa, Cole Beasley got that touchdown. How do you like that? Just hey, you, what's you heard Cole it here Beasley. first, America. Well, you know, you pay attention, you win. And uh, Josh Allen's my play. Diggs is my play. And the Buffalo defense is the absolute must start of the weekend. It's going to be sad. It's going to be true. The Jets will not. They got shut out last week. And I'll say it, and I'll say it now. I hope they kick at least one field goal against the Buffalo defense this week. And it might not happen. Buffalo goes to 5-2. and two. The Jets are running an OFA. And the worst thing that can happen to a sports fan, apathy. And I don't care. Where are we going next? Where are we going next? Let's see. <laughs> they could use a little more than Dayton out there in New Jersey. Holy Christmas. All right. Give me some travel music, Mr. Kilbasa. Let's go down to the nation's capital or somewhere in Maryland. I don't know where it's at. The football team, they're considering keeping the name the Washington football team because I think people like it. They're playing, if you can believe this, they're playing for a share of the NFC East lead when they welcome what? what's left of the Dallas Cowboys to town this year. Are you telling me that the Washington football team at 1-5 could be tied for first place if they beat the Cowboys? I'm telling and you that. that. And that everyone in that division, you know, two teams are going to be 2-4 and four and, and the other two teams are going to be 1-5. and five. Holy crap. Holy crap. Mishy, everybody's crap. been, let's talk about it for three minutes. Everybody's been complaining about the Cowboys. The, the team's starting to crumble. People, the, the, the players are talking to press people saying this coaching staff doesn't know what they're doing. Meanwhile, the Washington football team is going to figure it out sooner or later, Mishy. I want to do this in three minutes. Let's, let's do it. The home team, the Washington football team, if, if the world is good, They'll compete in this game. If the world is right, Alex Smith will win this game for the Redskins. And as fantasy football-wise, I am starting Antonio Gibson. I am starting Terry McLaurin. And I have a tight end problem, and I don't care who the quarterback is. Uh, Logan Thomas is catching a touchdown pass this week, America, because the Cowboys' defense is better than the Jets. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the Redskins will find a way to score 24 plus points. Um, Dallas defense is completely porous. And as far as that other team that likes to go hashtag something, something, hashtag something else, Andy Dalton was a complete failure last week. Um, the coaching, you know, Ezekiel Elliott was on another planet. Uh, and there was no, there was just a really bad football game. And they got beat, and they deserve to get beat. What were you saying about this locker room uh, nonsense a minute ago? Please oh, yeah. elaborate. Uh, the the Cowboys are are saying that the Cowboys are saying that uh, the coaching staff the, the coaching, coaching staff wasn't prepared. They don't know how to teach. They don't know how to they don't know how to motivate. Do did yeah. they use Did they use the word motivate? They don't know how to make adjustments oh on the fly. Oh, my God. And when the players in the locker room are better coaches than the coaches, that's a bad, bad scene. So are we seeing the collapse internally 
of the team called the Dallas Cowboys, or are they going to find a way to circle the wagons and perform as athletes? What do you think is going to happen here? I think they hit rock bottom. They they were just everybody's pissed off that Dax hurt. Nobody nobody wanted the red rifle to come in, but I think they just got it. They do have to circle the wagons and they have to give their coach. They can't just give up on their coach at this point. They're not going to fire the coach. The coach is going to be there. He's going to be there for the rest of the year. He made his PowerPoint presentation to Jerry Jones. He knows what he's going to do. I mean, he can't be that. Maybe he is that arrogant. I don't know, but he's just going to have to sit down and listen to his players for a little bit. And if he does that, they'll they'll be okay. If if uh, Zeke decides that he's going to play some football this week. In the world of narcissism and professional athletics, a coach not named Saban and Belichick can't pull off that attitude with these guys. They could be in big problem, big, big, big. They could be a big issue. As for man, my man Ezekiel Elliott, I got him. I'm starting him. Andy Dalton, I agree with you, will bounce back and have a decent game. Is he a bye week replacement? Michy spent last week in a dark last weekend in a darkened room because I needed Andy Dalton as a bye week replacement and I got nothing. Trusting him, no chance. Um, am I trusting Ezekiel Elliott? I got no choice. Am I trusting any of these wide receivers? I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say Amari Cooper's a touchdown maker. I'm gonna say C D Lamb is a touchdown maker. And there is every potential that this game can be better for the Cowboys and I'm still taking the home Washington football team to win this game because misery as you said loves a little company and Dallas Cowboys are a pompous group of boys and it couldn't happen to a better team long live Jera long live Jera world but your Cowboys are going to lose in Washington and it's on they are tripping Cleveland's going to lose the Jets are going to lose the Cowboys are going to lose and all these knuckleheads are just going to be losing their minds. Long live fantasy football and start Ezekiel Elliott only for the Cowboys this weekend. Thank you very much. Okay. Whew. That's all we need to say about that. <laughs> There's not a lot. There's some love there. There's some love there. But these two teams are not, um, you know, this again, this is not the 1980s. This is another instance where, you know, you're a fan of the Cowboys. If you were a fan of the Cowboys, you're going to watch a Cowboy game. If you're a fan of the Redskins, you're going to watch a Redskins game. If you're a fan of the Jets, you ain't watching a football game this week. I'm not. That's all I want to say. <laughs> That's all uh, I want to say. Let's go to a game I actually want to watch, Michy. That's sure. Cool. And I think uh, I think the Houston uh, the Houston Texans are going to be turning things around here sooner or later. And they're uh, welcoming they the Green Bay Packers, who are going to be – they should be pissed. They just got their ass kicked by Tampa Bay. So let's talk about the Packers versus the Texans for three minutes, Michi. Starting now. All right. Did Aaron Rodgers let you down last week, Mr. Joe if You started him. I that was his fantasy production. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't start him because he had a bad game. All right. Aaron Jones didn't get the love he needed. Um, Devontae Adams still coming back from injury. Didn't give the love you needed. Um, the tight end you picked up, uh, Robert, what's his name? Toyan? How do you pronounce this kid's name? Toyan? Whatever. He's banged up. Don't trust him. On the flip side, I think that the, uh, as I think I agree with Mr. Kilbasa, and then Houston's going to turn the corner. I think Houston handles Green Bay this week. What do you think? What do you think, honestly? You think Houston handles Green Bay? I'm not seeing Green Bay scoring 24 points this week. And Aaron Aaron Jones is my only fantasy starter, and I'm I'm 
I'm feeling that Green Bay is going to come back to earth. That's my opinion. Tell me, Mr. Kabasa, you agree with that fantasy prognostication for well, the uh, Packers? I, I think last week was a good lesson for the Packers. They were undefeated. They were riding high. They lost the game. So they like brought them back down to earth a little bit. Houston, on the other hand, they won their first game after the asshole went away, and then they lost the game last week. So now I think they're, but they're 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 hungry. This is this is going to be a good game. I think this is going to be a hard fought game. It's going to be a close game. So I think it's a flip of the coin right now. Let's pick them. Pick them. All right. All right. So let's pick them. You starting Aaron Rodgers this week? Yes or no? Yes. Ooh, America. When Kibasa, Mr. Kabasa says these things, take note. The, are you, Pat, are you, he doesn't have two get bad games in a row. Man, there's a all right point taken. Um, Aaron Jones is a must start. You have Devontae Adams. You have to start him. Um, for Houston, you trust in David Johnson to be a touchdown maker against a pretty good run defense against Green Bay? No. Yes or no, Mr. Kabasa? No. Um, are you starting either Will Fuller or Brandon Cooks or Randall Cobb? Who's my touchdown maker in that uh, wide receiver group? Kenny Stills. <laughs> Kenny Stills, that, that 401k player card. America, you got a bye week problem? Um, Kenny Stills might be your boy. 70 yards and a touchdown from Stills. Fourth on the Brandon depth Cook. chart, first in your heart. You know, and you're not going to pick him up. We're having a good time here, but you got to be completely desperate. Brandon Cooks is a touchdown maker, and yes, Will Fuller will drop another potential touchdown. Deshaun Watson, 300 yards this I dropped week. Will Fuller, He's, by the way. He dropped a touchdown, and I got rid of him this he, week. He drops – Will Fuller drops the ball. He is such a nice ball player who drops the ball. No fantasy love. Forget it. Forget it. Forget it. Trade him. Deshaun Watson, you got to start him. If you made that mistake last week, well, you were wrong. Um, I'm, I'm starting David Johnson this week, and I think David Johnson will be a player that will give some fantasy love, and the reason you drafted him will be apparent. Darren Fells scored a touchdown last week. No bueno this week. I think the Texans beat uh, – I think the Texans beat Aaron Rodgers by double digits, and they win their second game, and Green Bay comes back to the pack, opening the door for my Detroit Lions to make a – Second half of the season comeback. Okay, That's what well, I, gonna I think we've got a wager on our hands here. You're All taking. Right. I got. You got Houston uh, and I got Green Texas. Bay, right? Yes, sir. Okay. You. I know the bet too. Can I share the bet? Sure. A big slab of Houston brisket for your big ass Wisconsin cheddar cheese roll. Big big thing of cheddar cheese. You get a big slab of brisket for a big thing of, of Wisconsin cheddar. And a hunk, just a hunk of cheddar? No, I want the whole wheel. Oh, okay. And a wheel of cheddar. Yeah. And you An get entire a, you brisket get, you, and a wheel of cheddar. Yeah, for a wheel of cheddar. Oh, Ooh, we sounds, got some good eats going this week, Mr. Kilbaugh. That sounds good, man. That sounds real good. And I would just sit there uh, after you serve me my brisket – and my yes. my wheel of cheddar, I'm just gonna get like my a big hunting knife out that's the razor sharp. You could shave with it, and as I'm forking in the brisket, I'm just gonna be just shaving off razor thin slice, long razor thin slices of cheddar, just to wrap around each mouthful of brisket. It's delicious. Can we get a bucket of beer that goes with this? Because that sounds really good. Yeah, whatever we want to. Of course we can. <laughs> hey, I get in trouble in Houston all the time. Where are we going next, Captain? <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's go. Let's head on out of town. Uh, let's head to keep heading west. Out to Arizona. Another good game here. Arizona Cardinals welcoming in the Seattle Slewhawks. <laughs> Battle of the quarterbacks who like to run around, Michi. Cardinals, Seahawks. 405 games start now, Michi. Let's talk about it for three minutes. What do you say? I'm loving this game. I'm watching this game in the afternoon. The Seahawks are undefeated. The Arizona Cardinals sitting at four and two with the Rams dipping at the heels. The 49ers getting healthy. This is a must-win game for a very young Cardinal team. It's going to be great to watch. It's going to be great to watch, and I'm going to tune in. Mr. Kibasa, I'm asking your opinion. I'm asking your opinion right now. Which of the two – which – I'm asking your opinion. I'm asking your opinion right now. Which of the two quarterbacks is going to have a bigger game, Tyler Murray or um, all-world guy out there, Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson's going to have a bigger game. He's going to be like, yeah, I like this kid, but he's not going to outshine me today. Um, I'm like, you know, that it's a, mu- it's a must-win game for Arizona. The Seahawks are a more mature team. Um, I, I like Seattle to keep this game competitive. Chris Carson is your touchdown maker on the road. Chris Carson's going to have a great game. You got both Metcalf and uh, Tyler Lockett. Happy days are here again. Both of them are touchdown makers. Russell Wilson is a top two quarterback against his Arizona defense. He's going to slice, dice, and run for 55 yards and a touchdown. Wow. Russell Wilson must play. Seattle is scoring 30-plus points in this ballgame with a lot of fantasy love for people who are on your roster that, you know, if you're like me, you suffered last week and lost. Um, and they come back to our team, and we're ready to rock and roll. What do you think is going to happen on the Arizona end, Mr. Kabasa? Give me a little fantasy insight on those Arizona Cardinals. How long do I have to keep rooting for Larry Fitzgerald to have a good game? I don't know. Till he retires. Till he retires. Yeah. <laughs> but Christian Kirk, he's going to be around. DeAndre Hopkins, he hogs it all up because he's that good. Kenyon yeah. Drake's that good. Kyler Murray's yeah. that good. Never gave him a chance, but he's now he's that good. How okay, how can they have a short quarterback that does well and we can't have a short quarterback that does well? We have a short quarterback that looks like a deer in the headlights when they can't let him roll out, man. Ugh. Anyway, Kyler Murray's good. This is gonna be this is gonna be oh, this is gonna be a good game. It's gonna be a shootout, it's yes, gonna sir. be fun to watch. Zane yes, Gonzalez sir. is the person to watch here. I think he's going to have three first-half field goals, Zane Gonzalez, because the Cardinals are going to run up and down the field, but they're going to come up short in the first half, nine points after after the uh, second quarter. Wow. If that's the case, Seattle's going to put a lot of pressure on them and be up by a couple touchdowns. 24-9 at halftime. And are, you, are we now looking into crystal ball and say Arizona makes the comeback of the 2020 season? No, they're going to do some damage. No, they're going to they're going to score some points and it, they're going to they might get it closer. Uh, but but Seattle's still going to score 14 in the in the second half. So they're going to be up around 30. And there you go. Yeah. 30 to so, 24, 31, 24. I think, so the 24 points is coming from Drake. Kirk and Hopkins, um, Kyler Murray, is he a 22 point, 24 points? You can score some fantasy points and you get lucky. And all of a sudden you get to 31 is Kyler Murray. Of course he's in your lineup, but is he a 24 point scorer this week? Mr. Cabal? Yeah, I think he's right around 24 points. Yeah. This is going to be, a, this is going to be a fantasy football buffet. 
All right. I'm loving life. I'm loving life, and I'm going to be watching that game because, of course, I'll be awake again um, in the middle of the afternoon after watching my Jets. I'll go to sleep for a little bit. I'll need a nap after watching my Jet game. Well, hopefully you have a I nice lunch, up. have a nice dinner, or, you're, or you, that's after lunch, and you'll be eating up the leftovers after your nap. It's a perfect thing. It's a perfect thing. If you get me out of the desert, where are you taking me next, <laughs> Mr. Kibasa? Let's head to the mountains. For a squash match, Mishy. A squash match. The number one team in the world, Kansas City Chiefs, are going to take it out on the Denver Broncos, who got lucky and won a ball game up in New England last week. Played punched above their way. Yeah. Let's talk about Chiefs-Broncos for three minutes starting out. All right, Mr. Kibasa, um, you know Mahomes is a must-start. It's very easy. The way the hyphenated running back played last week, it's easy start him again. Le'Veon Bell is on the team. If you drafted Le'Veon Bell with the Jets, America, I'm here to tell you, he'll do some things to contribute, but he's old and he's done. It's a mistake. And Le'Veon I Bell drafted him, is dude. not. I drafted him. He's old and he's done. It's amazing to me to say that. Um, Tariq Hill is a big-time player. You got him, you must start him. Kelsey, you got him, you must start him. As far as those other two wide receivers, now that Sammy Watkins is hurt, I am not trusting either of them, so I'm staying away. I thought I found some love with Hardman last week. I was wrong. He got shut out. Michy had an awful week six. Oh, my goodness. In Denver, the uh, the running backs, both running backs are in play. And you're going to start Melvin Gordon because he's coming back from a, uh, whatever the hell happened to Melvin Gordon. Do you uh, um, expect? Ex- well, no, he, he he caught a cold. All right. Oh, I'm sorry. And he didn't. And he didn't travel. The Denver Broncos kicked like 47 field goals, and your drunk kicker won you a fantasy football game if you dra- if you had McManus starting. Um, this week, Philip Lindsay is who was a hundred yard back last week is a hundred yard back this week. Melvin Gordon may Melvin Gordon may Bogart the touchdowns, but let's say this one more time, Mr. Kabasa. The NFL is going to suspend Melvin Gordon any day now. So please keep an eye on that. Please keep an eye on that. Jerry Drudy is a surprise touchdown maker in this game because Drew Locke will throw a touchdown. He will also write this down, people, throw an interception that the Kansas City Chiefs take to the house. Yes, yes, and yes. The Chiefs are our third defensive touchdown in Week 7. For all you knuckleheads who do sports gambling, get your crayons out and put a dollar on. You owe me and Mr. Kilbasa a third of that big winnings you're about to get. Um, the, it's just the way of the world. So the Chiefs' defense is on the, uh, the docket as a must-start in Week 7, and the Denver Broncos are getting killed. And it's not going to be pretty, and we may see 45 to 17. Take the over. Take the Chiefs. Good luck. Watch the game. Enjoy the fantasy football. Let's get the heck out of Denver before with I get thrown out of With time to spare. With time to spare this time. All right. Let's go. There you go. All right. Where are we going next? We've got a battle of coastal something or others here. The, can you believe it? The... Two and three New England Patriots are taking on the 
three and three San Francisco 49ers up there in Boston, Foxborough, wherever the hell you want to talk about. This is an interesting game. A couple of teams underperforming, a couple of teams wallowing in all of it, man. One of these teams is going to have to decide that they want to lose less, Michigan. The San Francisco 49ers at the New England Patriots, Michigan. Let's talk about it for 30 minutes starting now. Fantasy football-wise, you drafted the San Francisco 49ers to be a stud defense. Fantasy football-wise, the New England Patriots were one of the high-flying defenses in fantasy football history last year. Neither has necessarily performed up to your draft expectations. Learn a little bit about drafting fantasy football defenses, people. Listen to Michi. I'm telling you what's going on. Oh, my goodness. The 49er defense got a little more healthy last week. Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't ready. Fantasy-wise, Raheem Mozart is not playing. Did you pick up uh, Jarek McKinnon? The last time you picked him up, he had one good game, and I'm still a big fan of Jeff Wilson. Keep him on your draft radar. Do not pick him up this week. Watch him score a touchdown. America, Debo Samuel is back. Debo Samuel is the must-start 49er against the New England defense. Why? Because Debo Samuel is going to run for a touchdown, and he's going to catch a touchdown. And he is going to be a top-five fantasy wide receiver. Get the gold and red crayon out and start Debo Samuel this week. Jimmy Garoppolo goes home to see his old coach and his old teammates, if any of them are left. I doubt it. But Bill Belichick is saying to himself, well, I got little Garoppolo, I got rid of Brady, and I got Cam Newton two weeks off the COVID list. What do you think is going to happen to the New England Patriots this week, Mr. Cabasa? What do you think is going to happen to Cammy Cam Cam? Are you starting Candy Cam Cam Newton this week against the 49er defense? I think, yes or no? Uh, a lot of people are diehard Cam Newton, and they go with him no matter what. And he is desperate, desperate to have a good game, Mishy. So I think you do. Oh, yes. I think oh, yes. Do. I think Cam Newton is one of those touchdown, one of those early season games. Um, he's going to run one in. He's going to throw one in. He's going to be – Everything Superman's supposed to be, and if you got him, start him. I'm, I I don't like the running back by committees. I don't like that Edelman hasn't done much. I don't like that the skill position players in New England are lacking. I, um, I'll tell you what. I would start Cam Newton. I really would. I think Cam Newton could score you 24 fantasy points, if not 30. But there's limited fantasy love in this game, in my opinion, Mr. Kibasa. And I think I'm going to see, uh, you know, 24. Four points to win, and I think the 49ers may hand Mr. Belichick a little bit of bad news this weekend in New England. I'm taking San Francisco to win this game. Wow. Okay. Surprise, surprise, surprise. You know what? Let's let's put another wager on that. I think I'll take, sure. the, I'll, I'll take the Patriots. I'll take, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm and, and no chowder. God damn it. I'm sick of eating chowder. I'm gonna How take, about some lobster? Take the Patriots. How about some lobsters? Lobster and a case of Sam Adams. Wait, let's see. Wait, uh, two lobster, four lobsters, four, four large lobsters. lobsters, and a case of Sam Adams. A uh, pumpkin or uh, Oktoberfest. There you go. On my end, I'll send you a, a crate of uh, rice aroni, the San Francisco treat. No, 
We'll, we'll, we'll play for the large, four large lobsters and a case of Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Sounds perfect to me. I got the 49ers. I think I think that they're going to win a game and jump back up in the standings. And that NFC West is awesome. The AFC East is well. The Jets are there. And well, look at this though. A bit less you know, if if the Patriots win, they're three and three. Buffalo Bills lose, they're four and three. Uh, Dolphins are sitting at three and three. They're Buffalo's off this week. Buffalo's not losing. Buffalo's oh, not losing. Okay, I'm just saying, man. I'm just saying. Now, meanwhile, over in the NFC West, you know, if the if the Niners win, they go to four and three, and it's deadlocked. I mean, the Rams are four and two. The Cardinals are four and two. So it's if tight. the Cardinals are probably going to lose, I mean, Seattle's way up. They're going to be six and zero. Oh. That means the Cardinals could be four and three. Who care? Uh, the Rams are don't figure in. But then the the uh, the Niners, after seemingly a pretty weird start of the season, they could be four and three sitting there. They're fighting for a. Uh, they're fighting for uh, wild cards. So, hey. There's, there's, there's no question in my mind that Garoppolo's going to win this game. He is just – I just feel that that is the way it's going to be. And I'd be happy. Four lobsters, make them five. Let's eat. Where are we going next, Captain? Lobsters, make it five. <laughs> Big ones. Big ones. All right. Let's get the heck out of here. We're tearing through – Week six, fantasy football. All right. The final four-something game of the week. The Jacksonville Jaguars and the Los Angeles Chargers, Michigan. I don't know what to think about this game. I really don't even want to think about this game, but we'll talk about it for three minutes starting now. Well, let's just, you know, put our jet hat on for a minute. And the Jaguars, 1-5. Chargers, 1-4. That means 2-9. They are still better than both New York football teams. Holy oh. cow. Holy cow. Jacksonville seems to be falling apart. Do you see that, Mr. Kibasa? Uh, you know, I wanted to make... I wanted They're not to, playing good ball. Yeah, I wanted to like Gardner Minshew, man. I want to like him. Oh, I mean, I like him as a person, like but hey, they, they're one and five, dude. They're not winning many games. Meanwhile, Los Angeles Chargers, one and four, dude. Oh, but they're, they've been in some games. If you take a look at their differential, the point differential for the Chargers, they're only, you know, they're only minus 15, whereas the Jaguars are about uh, minus 56. So, you know, yes, the Chargers are yes. winning some close ball games. The Jaguars aren't. No, and that's the, you know, the Chargers have a history of losing close games. They're playing out in California. It's beautiful. The rookie, Justin Herbert. Herbert. Um, am I starting him this week? I think Keenan Allen um, showed up on the injury report today. America, keep an eye on Keenan Allen for the next two days, please. Mike Williams is the connection with Herbert. And in this game, I would take Mike Williams to be a touchdown maker. Write it down. Find him solve your bye week wide receiver problems. Um, Hunter Henry's a nice player. I can see him getting uh, 75 yards and perhaps a touchdown, therefore making him a potential bye week pickup. And Herbert's going to do just enough to beat Jacksonville. In Jacksonville's defense, they're going to have uh, nothing to stop the Chargers. So do I take Joshua Kelly or do I start Justin Jackson or do I just cry because I have to flip a coin? Both men are ultimately disappointing in this week. 
Justin Jackson's a touchdown maker and your bye week replacement. Joshua Kelly as a rookie running back coming in the National Football League has not done the job. And he's going to lose his job if he doesn't get his uh, um, 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 game together. Mm. Um, I read today that Austin Eckler is still weeks away for you fantasy football players. That's bad news because Austin Eckler would be a big difference maker. Um, Gardner Minshew's throwing a touchdown and he's throwing it to DJ Chark. It's going to happen. Start. Mr. Chalk. James Robinson gets all the volume. He's not producing the way he should. In a PPR league, I'm starting him. In a standard league, I am not. And Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, Gardner Minshew, what are you going to do? Mr. Kibasa, I ask you to tell the world, is Gardner Minshew a 22-point fantasy score this week? Yes, no, more or less. Let me see here. Let's take a look. I want to know what he did last week. I'm going to take a look real quick here. Yeah, press the buttons. Press, press the, the buttons, buttons and you'll see. And, and you'll see it was. He had 243 yards, one touchdown, one interception. That's a very – it's slightly below average, but kind of average. Not bad. I wish he was on the Jets. football. You know, he's not – yeah. I wish he was on the Jets. Trade him. Trade for him, man. Um, how many points did you say? 22. No, 18. Okay. Okay. So there's there's guarded fantasy optimism in this game, people. People are going to score touchdowns. They'll be on your roster. Follow the diagnosis here on the sausage shot. And you, you know Hebert had four touchdowns. Hebert threw for four touchdowns last week. He, he had an amazing football game, yeah. and I think I think Mike Williams is going to be the beneficiary. Um, and again, if he had four last week, he's not getting four this week. And because of that throwing capabilities, I am now guaranteeing Hunter Henry scores a touchdown and guaranteeing Hunter Henry is a top seven with tight end that you can find it as a replacement. Go for it. Have some fun. Enjoy your fantasy football, but don't watch this game. And watch out for Gabe Neighbors. Gabe Neighbors on the fullback for the Chargers. Nobody knows about Gabe Neighbors, but he might come in on a goal line and get you a touchdown. I'm just kidding. America, don't worry about Gabe if, Neighbors. If, if, you are a tie, if you are a blocking running back, otherwise known as a fullback aficionado, and you're listening to this broadcast. Gabe Neighbors. Ga- Gabe Neighbors. And if, and not if, but when that happens, Mr. Kobasa, you send a note to Mr. Kobasa. And where can they find you again, Mr. Kobasa? That's uh, johnnykobasa.com. Johnny Kobasa on Twitter. Johnny Kobasa rocks on Instagram. Suck it. And if you do that, Mr. Kibasa will send you a sausage hut shirt. <laughs> no, I will not. No, I, won't. I will buy them. And we and Mishi. <laughs> We'll send you uh, America's Commissioner T-shirt, custom. But get in touch with Mr. Kibasa because what's the man's name again? Uh, Gabe Neighbors. Touchdown maker. All you sports gamblers, put it in, and then you send Mr. Kibasa uh, like a, a, a nice warm winter coat because you're going to clean up with that particular way. So where are we going neighbors. next, Mr. Kibasa? Let's go to the Sunday night special, Mishy. Let's be a good game here. All right, we've got Tampa Bay welcoming in the Las Vegas Raiders on Sunday night. You know Tom Brady likes to play at night. You know John Gruden likes to coach at night. Mishy, what do you think about this for three minutes? 
Wow. Raiders at three and two. They got to win this ball game. Tampa Bay is sitting at four and two and ahead of the, and ahead in this division. Earlier in this program, Mr. Cabasa, we spoke, I spoke about the Panthers upsetting the Saints. And Tampa Bay is losing this game in Las Vegas against Chucky. Because Chucky uh, won that Super Bowl out there for Tampa, and he's got a little bit of magic in store. The Raiders defense, America, is my fourth, fourth, fourth touchdown makeup this week. Because they're going to put their style defense will get, as they say, in the feet of Tom Brady. They will close the pocket to the extent where Tom is going to make a mistake. And I think the Raiders are going to play a a big-time football game because Chucky is the best salesman in the National Football League. Unlike the complaints in Dallas, unlike the complaints in for my New Jersey Jets, you know, Chucky, Chucky will get his boys ready to play and they're going to compete. Tampa's got a nice defense. You got Tom Brady. I'll tell you what, if you got no other options, go ahead. Go ahead and start Tom Brady. Go ahead. Go ahead. Leonard Fournette is coming back, but, but, but. Mr. Ronald Jones is a must start. And what do you say about that, Mr. Kobasa? This is like, is this two or three weeks after you buried him in the in, in the ground saying we're never going to hear from Ronald Jones? And now I got to give you. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Ronald, Ronald Jones going to score some Ronald. touchdowns with Tampa Bay. Yeah. Touchdown maker. Less than 100 yards because Fournette's going to get some burn. If Fournette plays in this game, he might be a touchdown maker. Mike Evans is all banged up. He's going to play. Chris Godwin, I do not know if he's going to play. I'm not trusting the wide receiver. I'm not trusting the wide receivers on that note. Last week on this program, we all had a toot and a smile and said Gronkowski scoring a touchdown. What happened? He scored a touchdown. He scored a touchdown. America... Back-to-back weeks, Gronkowski scoring a touchdown. Uh-oh. Tom Brady will throw one, but it's the Ronald Jones show. And I think that for the uh, the Raiders, I was about to call them Oakland, you like the running back. You like Josh Jacobs in this game, even though Tampa, Tampa Bay tamper to you and me, even though Tampa is tough against the run, Josh Jacobs is, of course, a must start. He's a 110-yard dominating running back. One touchdown, yes. Two touchdowns. Don't hold me to it, but hold me to it. Josh Josh Jacobs is a two-touchdown maker, and the Raiders are going to find a win this game. Derek Carr somehow, some way, will find our man Darren Waller for a touchdown, and I think Jacobs is going to catch one. Do I trust Ruggs? Do I trust Renfro? Do I trust Algalore? Nah. I'm trusting Zay Jones. No one picks him up, please. But make a note that Zay Jones is a touchdown maker. And that makes Derek Carr nearly 300 yards in the air and three touchdowns and a top 10 fantasy football quarterback in week seven. You got him as a backup. This is why you got him. Derek Carr is delivering big love at home against old man Tom Brady. And the Raiders defense defense is going to sack Tom Brady four times. They're going to intercept him, maybe recover a fumble for a touchdown. I can't see that far ahead. But 
to say it specifically what's going to happen, but it's going to happen. And the Raiders are going to be looking at uh, a wild card coming out of this. And Tamper is going to be looking at teams biting at their heels after this game. Thank you very much. And Tom Brady can have all the fits he wants. He can kick things. He can yell at people. He can be whatever he wants to be because we're going to watch a grumpy Tom Brady take some heat and lose. And I'm going to laugh all Sunday night. Cry, Tommy, cry. That's what I'm going to be singing to a Beatles song. Wow. Cry, Tommy, cry. Raiders are winning this game. No question in my mind, the Raiders. And Chris, can I make a word about Chris Collinsworth? Sure. He's going to love it. Next, where are we going on Monday night? And finally, since the Colts, Dolphins, Vikings, and Ravens are all on buys this week, we're going to go to, oh, Los Angeles again. Does that mean they got two games in that? They got two games in that stadium this weekend. Guess it doesn't really matter if nobody's going to be there, but the Rams and the Bears are squaring off on Monday night. Mitch, I think this has got the makings of a pretty good game. What do you say oh, we I talk about do. it for three Let's minutes? Let's do that. I would, I would, I would definitely. I'm not even setting the clock here right now. I agree with you completely. The Bears, the first place Chicago Bears. What do you think about that? First off, awesome. Unbelievable. They keep failing up. They keep falling upwards. You know, they're not scoring points, but they're not giving, you know, they're not letting other teams score points. And they've had a very favorable schedule. The Rams are sitting at four and two. And if things break as we as as we say they are, therefore they're going to, they'll be two games behind Seattle, but looking to be in second place, looking to get that wild card positioning looking to keep the Cardinals and the 49ers at bay. In your opinion, do the Bears have a chance to win this game against the Rams, Mr. Kielbasa? Oh, definitely. They they've got the they've got they are a team of destiny right now. Wow. I am so jealous of the Chicago Bears. I went, you know, so they, jealous. yeah, they keep winning things. Um what kind of fantasy uh what kind of fantasy prognostications you looking at there for them Bears? They they don't they win ugly man I don't even know I, yeah uh, you're a mud guy you're a mud guy I yeah. can go to you with this question that's right um, didn't uh, didn't Tank Cohen go on the IR on the yeah IR? he's done for the he's done for the year yeah so they've got uh, well they got Montgom- da- they got David Montgomery who eh. who's not <laughs> there's no fantasy love he's getting all the volume and no love I'm sorry. Right, and then there's there's your boy Corderell Patterson. Eh. I'm not trusting him. No, no. I think it's uh, I think it's Nick Foles to Jimmy Graham up the seam. I think it's Jimmy Graham, uh, Allen Robinson up the uh, sideline, and Anthony Miller is going to poach one for you. Wow, he sucked all year too. No one's going to start him. No, but people, but Allen Robinson's a player. Is Allen Robinson a touchdown maker? Uh, no, he's not. He's he's your boy though. I and mean, if you think he is, then you certainly can say. No, that. I'm 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 all over the superstar Jimmy Graham train. Two weeks in a row with touchdowns, and you called him, and Mishy laughed at you. I apologize right now, Mister Kabas. I apologize to you right now. No problem. By the, the way, uh, I just dropped him because <laughs> I had to because um, I had to drop him because my fucking kicker and I, I'm my running back, my kicker, my defense are all on 
on uh, on buys, and my two running backs are on IR. So I'm just like, oh man, I got to drop some stuff here. Well, you had a little bit of hurting. Is Jared Goff? I know how you feel about Mr. Goff. Is Jared Goff a 24 point touchdown make? A 24 point fantasy football player against this pretty good uh, Bear defense? No, I think he's going to be a little underneath that, more like 20. Is Cooper Cup? Or is Cooper Cup starting for you this week if you have him? He's, no. he's been up and down. No. He's been up and I don't know what's going on there. Robert Woods has been a little bit up and down as well. Yeah. Out of the two out of the two of those, if you had a choice, which one would you start this week, Mr. Cabasa? Who's the touchdown maker? Between Cup and R- Woods? Yes. Mm, Woods. Yeah, I would start Robert Woods. Mr. Higby, I made a joke about. He laughed at me last week by having a great game. I evoked the name Gerald Everett. He mocked me because I was wrong and he had a crappy game. I had a terrible week six, America. I had a terrible week six. Who's winning this game, Mr. Kielbasa? Who needs it more and who's winning? Let's see. They both need the game. Well, actually, the Bears could probably get away with – I mean, they're five and one – and the Rams are sitting at four and two. two. Well, the Rams definitely need it more because they're in a tougher – tougher division even though they've only got four teams so the bears they're right there with the packers of course and i think the packers are going to win so bears man it's uh let's take a look at the point differential bears got a plus 12 point differential and the rams have a plus 38 point differential so there that's uh the bears are they know how to uh, play defense and Here's, the, uh, the question is do the bears defense shut down jared goff i don't know I think they have a shot. Do you know the Bears are getting six points in this game? The de- people in the desert like the Rams. Mm. The over under the over under is forty four and a half. And seeing what we said about the mud, the blood, and the beer, yeah. What do you think? We just uh, I call my friends in the desert and we put like a, a dollar on the under in this game, Mister Cabasa, and then put a big hedge on the fantasy football love on Monday Night Football and say this officially. Beware of your Monday night football fantasy players to help you win a game. Because as we're saying here on the sausage shot, this is an under game. And I'll show some rub, love to Robert Woods. And I'll show some love to superstar Jimmy Graham. And after that, that's 14 points. There'll be some field goals kicked. I think we're going to put a couple dollars on the under. And I'm going to go I'm going to go with the desert. And I'm going to take the Rams over the Bears. And I'm going to take the under. And no fantasy love in this game. Mm. Madness! Wow! Sheer madness! It's going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think you're right, and I think, but I think it's going to be a fun to fun to game watch. Fun game to watch, and we've only got one game on Monday night so far, and we've only got one game on Sunday, and no games on Tuesday. So this is somewhat a normal week, I suppose. Can I? uh, Can I say this is brilliant, and it's really helped me uh, um, with my fantasy football week seven. Um, with the ferocity and calling these touchdown makers, America, we called four defensive touchdown teams. We called uh, the card. No, we called who did we call here? That's the Carolina. Panthers, the Bills. Which I'm putting a two in parentheses on the Bills. You're saying they're scoring I two defensive too. touchdowns That's because correct. against your Jets, the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Las Vegas and Raiders. then the Raiders. And in fantasy football this week, this is a move week for Mr. Kibasa. Mr. Kibasa, this is a week where you put some separation. Between the top of the leaderboard and the rest of the pack. And 
I'm going to take a quick look at your matchup, and I'm wishing you luck right now. Thanks, oh, but I'm, I'm in I'm in bye week hell, unfortunately. You have you have yes, sir. But America, Mr. Kibasa is starting Julio Jones. We called him as a touchdown maker, by the way. Mr. Kibasa is starting two running backs that Michi did not uh, prognosticate upon. That's all I got, Amari. G. You got Darren Waller as a touchdown maker. You taking a little flyer with the Bears defense? Look at you go, boy. Look at you go. And you got the great Patrick Mahomes who's going to have the game of all games. The team you're playing is starting is is starting Josh Allen, Mr. Kibasa, and there's one thing good that can happen in that game. And you know what that is? The Jets win. No, Buffalo kills them, and Jared Allen is taken out of the game to start the fourth quarter with a, enough fantasy points to keep it competitive, but nowhere near what's going to happen with Patrick Mahomes driving – Team Rustbelt to another win and another step closer to a fantasy football championship. I'm happy for you, Mr. Cabasa. I'm happy for you. And I just had to tell that story. It's yeah. That and meanwhile, you need, you're looking for redemption, Mishy. You're taking yes. on the true believer. You're saying, mm. what the heck am I going to do? You got Russell Wilson coming back hard. You got Kamara coming back hard. You got Jones oh, I coming got a back hard. You got Javoris a- Landry hoping he's going to have a good game. You got, you got, dude, you got a good. You got the Pittsburgh kicker and the Packers defense. Look at you, man! I think you've got a you've got a good lineup. America win this game. Re- America, he's reading my opponent's lineup. Oh, just so I'm you sorry. Know. <laughs> 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 oh, my no. bad. That's your Believe Land's lineup. All right, you've got Deshaun Watson. Okay, and who are you starting him over? Andy Dalton. Ooh, Andy Dalton's on yeah. your bench. <laughs> oh yeah, you thought that was going to be the the genius Magic. pick of the year. Okay, Zeke, if he shows up, Kareem ain't going to show up. Tyler, man, okay, you're losing this week. Sorry, buddy. You're losing big. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way it goes sometimes. That's the way it goes sometimes. It's, uh, um, again, America, Oslo, Red Hook, we're telling you what's going to happen. We're talking about touchdown makers. Sometimes the structure of your lineup, you just, you can't make certain moves. Sometimes you make certain moves. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to competing a little bit in fantasy football, and I am certainly looking forward to Week Seven. Mr. Kabasa, this is a great program. Thank you very much, Mishy. You're America's commissioner for a reason, buddy, and that's why. Yes, sir. You prove it every every week. Do, do you have to get up and uh, kick ass every day? No, you choose to. That's right. Yes. And all you talking head dopes. On the internet and the TV can suck it because Mishy's better than you are. And the fantasy football ferocity. Can can you believe it's week seven already? We're almost halfway through the football season. Didn't even think we were going to have a football season. And, oh, yeah, Big Ten football starts this weekend, too, in front of empty houses. That's going to be weird. But, hey, Mishy, thanks a lot, buddy. We love you. You're welcome. You're welcome. I love you back. All right. Love some fantasy football. Love me some pro football. Let's all have a great week seven. Let's go. Let's go. That'll do it, everybody. Take it out. Enjoy the games. Enjoy picking up scraps off the waiver wire because you didn't do it. Enjoy taking our advice and enjoy life because it'll be over soon everybody that's it oh we'll see you next week on fantasy football ferocity
Bob, but I'm winning my game. I don't care. I'm playing against Team Cole, the true believer. And we know you're the true believer believes in hashtag America's Team Cleveland Browns. Y'all going down. Jets win. Jets win. Jets win. Spin three times because you messing with my heart. And all your paraphernalia doesn't get burned because the Jets are going to win. <laughs> <laughs>